This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Wednesday, April 22nd. And with no economic data on the calendar, we're reminded that it's always the quiet ones. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. It's the middle of the week, and there's very little to add to the macro narrative given what has transpired thus far over the course of 2020. We've seen the energy price collapse earlier this week begin to fuel conversations about deflation. Now, there will be downward pressure on headline inflation for the next several months. Whether or not that translates through to the core figures is the underlying question. The Fed, as well as other global central banks, have already done a great deal to offset this risk by providing an unprecedented amount of monetary policy accommodation. The Fed's big wager at this point is that the amount of stimulus that they've put in the system will be sufficient to get the economy through the lockdown and back on track. That said, this is not a question that is going to be resolved today, and we expect that the Treasury market will continue to hold the trading range that has been in place with a watchful eye on other asset classes, most notably domestic equities and, of course, the energy complex. Tuesday's price action expanded the lower bound of the trading range for 10-year yields by two basis points to 54. This matches the closing level from March 9th when rates hit their lowest on record. Highlighting a two basis point change in the near-term trading parameters suggests just how range-bound the Treasury market has become since the middle of March. In considering what would be required to break this range, an important lesson from Monday was that negative oil prices won't do it. The Fed's elevated participation in the secondary market for U.S. debt, effectively monetizing the deficit, has really recast investors' expectations in terms of realizable volatility. Limitless QE has been instrumental in this transition, as have the conversations championed by Fed officials regarding the potential for yield curve caps. So what needs to change to get 1% tens or 25 basis point tens on the table? First, we see the latter as more realistic than the former, at least in the near term. This is predicated on the assumption that while it is widely consensus that things are going to get worse in terms of the pandemic's impact on real output, the downward pressure on inflation is gaining traction and yet to be fully incorporated in financial markets. The implications for the shape of the yield curve are relatively straightforward, with the front end effectively anchored to Fed expectations. Therefore, any concerns about the ability to create demand-side inflation given the excessive amount of liquidity in the system will translate through to a flatter curve. Recall that the Fed was already struggling with inflation creation long before COVID-19 redefined the global economy. If an environment with nearly full employment was unable to trigger the needed wage gains, then how does the layoff of millions of workers augment the problem? In a vacuum, it would simply exaggerate the issue. But Powell's swift and aggressive move into an extremely accommodative monetary policy stance will eventually assist in the reflationary narrative. Our biggest concern is that we see a repeat of the period that followed the last financial crisis in which asset price inflation was all that global monetary policy could ultimately achieve. So higher stocks, higher home prices, but 
wages and core inflation were still relatively stable. The experience of 2020 has demonstrated the underlying fragility of those gains. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Stay safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public disclosure slash.